What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMeo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette. What's up? We are both, we are both retired NYPD detectives, and we're here to cover the week in crime and policing. That's right. And uh, before we do, uh, let's catch up with ourselves. You're just coming back from a romantic vacay, right? How yeah. was it? You look nice and tan. I was in, yeah, my head finally pe I peeled. So the first uh -huh. day, first day was hazy and I didn't think I was going to get affected and I got burnt to a crisp. Uh -huh. So I've been peeling. Um, my wife's been scratching my back because I've been peeling, like, forget about it, like a snake shedding his skin. Uh -huh. But um, it was Curacao. We had a fantastic time. Beautiful place. My son's getting married there next year. So Why Curacao? <clears throat> Outside of the hurricane belt, there was a new sandals, uh, Royal Resort, and we wanted to try it out. And Hold on with this, because my girlfriend's on the couch. I want to hear outside of the Hurricane Belt. Mm -hmm. And what else? It was a. It's a new Sandals Royal Resort. A new Sandals Royals Resort. We got to look yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and you know, Aruba doesn't have one. Uh, we used to do the reuse all the time, but they started going downhill. So we were like, ah, let's try something else. So we wanted to be out of. You know, the Caribbean that's in that Hurricane. Yeah, the belt, Hurricane so. Belt. Yeah, of course, because yeah, you're so spending money. You yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Imagine you get the week that um, Ian's coming. You know, right. what do you do then? You know, and we still had a tropical depression, but it wasn't that bad. It, it rained like two days, but you know, it was clear by the afternoon, so it was good. It was a good time. Uh, a beautiful room overlooking the ocean. It was nice. Yeah, it looked really nice. Sometimes you need a break from the sun too. Like you're actually thanking God. Like on the third day, you're like, oh, thank God for rain, man. I, need I a break. smoked this. I smoked a cigar every day under a nice little palm. Hut. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, you know, I only smoke on the weekends, you know, during the spring and the summer, and sometimes in the fall if it's not too cold, but every day I have myself a stool. Uh-huh. It was good. It was good. That's why I love Jamaica, man. Oh, listen, don't get into that shit. I'm, no, I, was, I just I, I was just my, smoking cigars. I wasn't smoking ganja. I'm just saying, I have my stogie in Jamaica with, with my red ganja. stripe. You know? <laughs> no <laughs> and, ganja. Uh, no devil's lettuce here, my I friend. love Jamaica. But that sounds like uh, that sounds like my next de destination, actually. Oh, it was it was fantastic. I Curacao. Curacao, yeah. man. That it sounds great. so great. Um, all right, listen, we're gonna go time. to the people in the chat and say hello to the people that were kind enough to join us tonight. Our police off the cuff family. Um, so we have a new member, Lydia Godina. Yes. Hi, Lydia. Thank you. Thank you for becoming a new member and welcome to the family. You want to go? Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid. Luisa, hello, darling. How you doing? One of our biggest supporters. Great to I see you. I think her son just had a birthday. Happy birthday to Carlos. the boy. Yeah. Happy birthday to Carlito. Phil Leo. We got Kim Alliston, London girl across the pond. Hello, darling. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Take it away. You say Kim Alliston? Yeah. Oh, you did? On the go mm -hmm. for Leo. Let's go. Let's go. Ruthann Griffin is in the house. Yes, Ruthann. Nice to Hi, Hello, hello, hello. Wouldn't be a show without Peter Pranzo. What's up, Peter? LT. How are you? Que pasa? What's there up? Go, Steve. Also, a new, uh, she's a new Patreon member. You were away when Mary Goldstein joined, and uh, she became a Patreon member. JoJo's so, there too. We got JoJo. So, uh, don't you say thank you to Mary Goldstein? I see did say always... thank you. No, you didn't. I just yes, told I you did. she was a new member, and you just yes. blew past it. You see, I was, listen, you did I was the being... same exact thing that the, I did last, last week, and the week, uh, the first yeah. week Mary Goldstein got on the chat, we got a little, uh, you know, we had a little uh, connection there. So, all right, she's back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Lorna <laughs> McKenzie. Hello. 
Thomas, Thomas Jordan. Jordan. Scott Wagner. Spanish oh, yeah, Scott home. Wagner. Scotty with salt. Scott with the gird. <laughs> uh, Raquel Pranzo, Mrs. P. Hello, darling. Hi, Raquel. How are you? You guys are doing well. Dawn Marie. Yep, 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 yep. Did we do Gina G? Okay, I Gina think we're at the G, bottom of it. Gina G, Gina G, Gina G, Gina G. Before we start off today's show with the stories, let me just uh, give everybody a reminder because this Thursday we are doing a benefit at the Broadway Comedy Club on 318 West 53rd Street. Um, the show is going to be called Guns and Hoses, and it features myself with uh, FDNY's Billy Bingo. He was a uh, recent guest on the show, NYPD's retired Frank Falia, comedian, and also comedian from the FDNY, Steve Oliva. And this is all the proceeds from this show are going to uh, uh, victims of Hurricane Ian in Florida and uh, the fire department there in Naples that got, uh, if you see the pictures on top of the flyer that I posted, they are standing there up to their waist in water. And yeah. they actually lost um, they lost the fire truck, believe it or not. That's how high the water went. That they actually, you know, how much those things cost? Oh, seventy billion, seventy billion dollars. What? And seventy billion dollars for what? <laughs> it's like it's like I think I think it's like three hundred thousand dollars for one of those. So probably more, probably about four four fifty. Yeah, yeah, they're it's incredible crazy. machines. I mean, like yeah. they last forever, though. You know? Yeah. Yep. 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 So, yeah, so that's what we're doing this Thursday. So please, if you want to, please come by uh, Broadway Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. start. I'm going to announce it per periodically throughout the show. And um, you got anything else to say before we jump in, Angel? No, let's do it. Let's jump right into the stories. Let's go. All right. This was a crazy week, man. I saw this online. It says over, uh, this is a, a meme that I'm posting, over 72 hours this week, 14 police officers were shot and seven were killed. Politicians silent, mass media silent, celebrity silent. We do not forget. And uh, this has been one hell of a week for uh, for law enforcement, man, talking about uh, yeah. a country that's out of control right now. Two, two of those officers were from Canada, uh, I believe Ontario. They were... They were killed in the beginning of the week. So two of those seven that died were from were from Canada. So yeah. one of the cases that shook us this past week is the uh, two Connecticut police officers fatally shot, one injured in Bristol. These guys were responding to a domestic violence call, and they went to a house. I'm going to show you the tape right now, a news report, um, and they were ambushed. They were ambushed by uh, uh, brothers. Who knows why anybody would do anything like this, but uh, they did. And this is its so horrible. Um, let's uh, watch the, the tape here. Um, I just got to find it. Let's see. All right. Bristol shooting that left two police officers dead last week and one severely injured. The Office of the Inspector General has released body camera video of this harrowing shooting. And we want to warn you that it is extremely graphic to see and to hear. Eyewitness News has chosen to show this video because for the first time, it will give you a glimpse of the harrowing situation that Bristol police faced that night. Channel 3 Eyewitness News reporter Audrey Russo 
is live from the Bristol Police Department to break this down. And Audrey, I should say we have edited this video because it is so difficult to watch and hear. Kara, that's right. And even in its edited form, it is gut-wrenching. But it's important to show the conditions that officers found when they arrived on the scene of Nicholas Brecher's property. Now, this video is from the vantage point of Officer Alec Irado. He was the officer who was shot but survived the attack that law enforcement officers are calling a ploy by Nicholas Brecher to lure police into a potentially deadly situation. Wednesday night's deadly shootout on Redstone Hill Road began with a 911 phone call. The Office of the Inspector General believes it was made by Nicholas Brutcher. The IG's report says the officers approached the side of the house, encountering brother Nathan Brutcher and ordering him to step out. But Nicholas, the report says, was hiding in the bushes dressed in camouflage and armed with an AR-15. The IG says Nicholas Brutcher opened fire. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Hamsey died that night. Officer Alec Irado was hit in the leg and managed to find temporary cover. This is where we start the body cam footage. Shots fired, shots fired. More cars, send everyone. Officer Irado calling for backup and communicating. Two officers had been shot. He does this amid screams from a woman out of frame. <laughs> Evidently in pain, Irado takes a few moments to collect himself, which we've edited out. Then, as he heads back to his cruiser, more rapid gunshots can be heard. The IG report says Nicholas Brutcher fired more than 80 rounds. At this point, Irado aims his weapon and fires the singular shot that police say killed Nicholas Brutcher. Channel 3 law enforcement analyst and retired state police lieutenant Jay So um, what do you think? Well, first of all, I mean, wow, right? That cop from across the street, basically, or from the sidewalk from his cruiser after being shot, fires one shot and kills that scumbag, kills him. Did you see um, his eyes, the state he was in when shot. he took that shot? One shot. One shot? Um, he was in a he was in a different world at that point. Yeah, he was right bleeding. Now. He was bleeding. He's he was already shot. He was going to bleed out. I mean... I mean, he's a fucking, he's a hero. He's a hero. He's going to take nothing, out that kid. Nothing from amazing. the president, nothing from the president, nothing from the vice president, nothing from uh, all the defund the police crazies, right? Nobody praising these officers. Um, uh, the sergeant had two kids. Uh, his wife was They're pregnant. white, too. He's pregnant. Yeah. They're white. You figure everybody would jump all over it because they're white. Yeah. Yeah. White supremacist. His wife, um, his wife is pregnant with their third child. The other officer is uh, married, recently married. This is him right here. So this the is the officer, officer that killed. That, yeah, he's the one who survived. He killed the suspect. Alec Lorado. Yeah. He's the one we see in the video, <clears throat> actually, a shooting. A calm as hell. He's never going to be the same. He's going to no, have, no, he's no, gonna no, have no, survivor's no, no. guilt. He's going to, you know, uh, wonder why not him. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a tough role for him. I thought of the same thing that you just said right now. Why him? He's yeah. definitely, we, yeah, it's an interesting um, thing. It's, you know, it's something when happens when you go to war and all, all your, uh, you know, your friends. Your, your friends die and you make it yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, it was like, why me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or a mass tragedy yeah. event, right? Like September 11th. 
A lot oh, of people yeah, who survive September 11th, they say it themselves. It's like they have PTSD. They have survivor's guilt, mm -hmm. uh, trauma. You know, they need therapy because mm -hmm. it's like, why did I live? Why did I make it out of the building and everybody else didn't? You know? These guys were such good guys, too. Um, Robert Garland, who is uh, a, fr a frequent guest on the show, he uh, has started something called Fund the First. And I'm going to share that information with you. But uh, Robert Garland is also uh, very involved in, in youth baseball and softball because I guess his kids are that age. That's the way I was too. But he brought his kids up there to play in a tournament and he befriended prior to this incident uh, the two officers were doing security up there, probably on their time off, uh, wow. doing security at these baseball games. That's crazy. And uh, like I mentioned, Robert Garland, is, um, he started uh, fundthefirst.com. And right now, if you go to fundthefirst.com and you want to make a donation for the Bristol police officers uh, that died in a line of death, <sighs> Sergeant the Dustin DeMonte, yeah, line, line of duty death, uh, and Officer Alex Hamsey, you go right there. Okay, that's it. I posted it up there. Um, just go to fundthefirst.com, and you'll be able to see uh, it's one of the first postings up there. So really quick, I just want to acknowledge someone in the chat. Uh, run the world. Hard to watch. I lost my brother in the line of duty. He was 27 years old. Stephen Sullivan, end of watch. 327.99. God rest him. Um, sorry about that, run the world. I just want to acknowledge you. That was good of you to, to catch that. Horrible stuff. All right. All right. So um, it's been a horrible week, man. I mean, look at this thing. Uh, there was... Um, Mass shooting in Raleigh, Carolina. Was it North Carolina? North Carolina, right? yeah, yeah. North, Raleigh, North Carolina, yeah. It turns out the suspect is a well, the shooter is a 15-year-old, and uh, he's in critical condition. I think it was a self-inflicted gun wound. Um, he actually killed his brother. Yeah. He went out there. He killed his brother. Then he killed his neighbors. He lives in like an area that's in the middle of a golf course. He was shooting people on a walking trail. Yeah, but was, I mean, surrounded by golf courses where he lives. So you're talking about somebody who's, you know, um, and you know, the funny thing, the whole, well, it's not, there's nothing funny about anything, but I just, that's just a term of speech that I use. Um, yeah, but, of course. Ironic. You know, the, it says um, suspect's name is not being released because of his age. Who gives a fuck about the, his age? You think he, this kid's up for a job right now? Is that yeah, what we're worried yeah. about? Once you commit a crime that's past the point, like this kid's not going to be able to ever work again. He's got to worry about uh, not getting, I don't know, well, North Carolina, I don't know what, life in prison at least. They have the death penalty in North Carolina, I'm pretty sure. Well, they saw the, they also do in Florida, and guess what they don't do is they don't give it to people. They didn't give it to the Parkland shooter, so. Yeah. Um, which is like uh, mind-boggling. What, yeah. what are we going to do with these people? <clears throat> so anyway. Well, Go ahead. No, I mean, you know, he's 15, so people are going to say, oh, he was a baby. He could be rehabilitated. No. His brother if, was 16. If that he kid... 16-year-old brother. That kid made the decision to do that. He belongs under the jail. Fuck him. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. These I want to hear about trauma. That... People go through trauma their whole lives, right? I've been through trauma. I'm sure you have, too. We don't go out and kill people. It's not an excuse... There's, this is not a, a ready-made excuse to go out there and kill people and then say, oh, poor baby. He was abused by his uncle. He was abused by his dad. He was beaten. He, he was homeless. No, fuck that. 
you know right from wrong. If you know how to put your left leg into your into your pants and your right leg into your pants and buckle up and put on your socks and your shoes, you know right from wrong. That's bullshit. These are the people that were killed. Uh, the mass shooting in Raleigh uh, killed five people, including uh, three women. Mary Marshall, she was 35. Susan Carnatz was 49. And Nicole Connors. Or along with uh, his 16-year-old brother and an off-duty police Torres. officer uh, named Gabriel Torres. He was 29. So, yeah, man, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy week. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. No. Horrible. There was a female, a female detective who was killed. Yeah, I um, see that you're on top of all that. You always have a... Yeah, there was a female detective who was killed. Uh, she was responding to a domestic. Again, these are all domestics, right? I mean, you know, and then people come on my Twitter and they tell me, oh, cops should stop responding to domestic violence incidents. They should just let them kill each other. I mean, you know, I get it. It's emotion, but cops don't do that. That's not what we do. You sign up to protect the innocent. You know, in a domestic violence situation, there could be a kid trapped in that house, right? Or the victim, mm -hmm. the, 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 the female. Or the male, for that matter, right? Sometimes it's even a male that's a victim of domestic violence. Cops can't just turn away and say we're not responding to domestic violence calls. I mean, you have to go. You have to go. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. That is the interesting thing about it because you can't, like, this idea where you can start <clears throat> to pick and choose which jobs you're going to go to based on safety is you don't know. No. You no, don't know. You and it's not like um, that's not the way you play the game. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. She was uh, Maisha Brianna Stewart, Greenville, yeah, I saw uh, that. I Mississippi saw that police. Yeah. And then there was a uh, Las Vegas Metro PD uh, officer, uh, P.O. Trung Tai, uh, another one, shot and killed on a domestic call. 23-year veteran. He left behind a daughter. I mean, you know, it's it's not once did you see the president take, take the stage, right, like he does um, when a young uh, minority is killed by the police, whether justifiably or otherwise, before there's a verdict and he demonizes police or they demonize police, these these politicians. Nobody went up on stage and said, stop shooting our cops. Nobody went up on stage in front of a podium, you know, on any major news network. No politician went up there and said, hey, stop killing our police. You know, they're the thin line between law and order and anarchy. Nobody does it. The hypocrisy is speaks volumes. It's a uh, what we're doing with the well, not what we're doing. What uh, these officers are doing out there right now is just incredible work. The fact that they they're still going to work every single day, yeah. And uh, it's it's a, an epidemic around the country. My oldest this son is one of the men, and I'm and I pray for his safety every single day. Every single day, I pray for his safety. He's been on the job. He'll be on the job two years in November. And um, there's no um, long way to go. Yeah, there's like like no easy policing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, everything is, you don't know what you're going into. Yeah. Um, Run the World is a new member. Check it out. Go into the chat. Thank you, Run the World. Which means, uh, all right. So, um, you know, speaking how bad, there's somebody who actually knows how, how hard it is to do the law enforcement job right now. And that's uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Did you hear what I he said about Run the World? Go into the chat and acknowledge one of the world. New member. Oh, but it's I can't be in the chat and, and the comments Listen, at the same time. It's one or the other. The chat and thank that you're the in there. So if you acknowledge it, it's it's good enough. You did I'm, it to me. I got to do it back to I you. Got, oh, yeah, there you go. 
So where are we? Run the world. Thank you so much. All right, good. That's the one downfall in this thing. It's either you're in the chat or you're in the comments. I mean, or uh, um, it's called brand where I got the next story coming up. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If one of us acknowledges, then that's good enough. Um, last week while you were away on your exotic vacation. Wait, wait. <laughs> go back to DeSantis in the 5G. Oh, yeah. I forgot this. Yeah, you're right. So Ron DeSantis announces uh, $5,000 bonuses to law enforcement officers. I mean, that's a governor who knows. He knows how hard it is right now doing police work. That's it. And um, listen, money doesn't crazy. solve money doesn't solve everything, right? But only people who are broke say that, <laughs> right? Um, Five thousand dollars is not, you know, life changing money, but that might be the difference. You know, maybe some of these cops were affected by the hurricane, right? Maybe they lost their homes. Maybe they their insurance is not going to pay out for six months. So five thousand dollars might be the difference between them losing you know, uh, not being able to feed their kids or losing what's left of their home or, or not. So, uh, you know, great thing by Governor DeSantis. Hopefully he's going to run for president. I'm hoping. Well, we'll yeah, see. well, talking about running for president, um, do you know who the, uh, the the one that's running for uh, governor, governor in, um, where the fuck is it? Carrie Lake, is that her name? This one. Carrie Lake, yeah. She's a, uh, let me tell you something. She was an anchor for 22 years. Oh, I think it's Arizona, no? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Watch yeah. watch this. I just wanted to show you something right now. This is what has every single Democrat scared to death. She's young. She's 53. She's pretty. And uh, she I'm, I'm is so, she's so pretty. good on TV. I'm pretty. Watch, watch her, watch her in her, in her element. Uh, so far ahead of this guy. It's crazy. Appreciate it. Just, just answer me this one question. Thank one, you. one more question, Carrie. Uh, well, no, I've already told Carrie. you we're done. One Thank you so much. Well, just. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Uh, I, I gave you 15 minutes. We promised you 15 minutes, sir. Well, no, you promised us 30 minutes actually yesterday. Uh, well, I never promised 30 minutes. I told my staff 15. Really? I don't Thank think that's true. You don't think that's true? When we came in, no, we said we have 15 true. minutes. I've got it on tape, sir. I don't think that's true. I have it on tape. Did we say that on tape? Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm sorry that you asked the same question three times and wasted your time well, with I'm the same sorry. question. I'm sorry you couldn't bring yourself to actually see the world in a different light. Well, are you a journalist or, or an unbiased journalist or not? Oh, but, why, where is it? Why no. are you trying to tell me how I should see the world? You're a journalist. No, you don't get any, you don't get any questions to me. You've cut me off. You don't get any well, questions to me. Well, you're a journalist, sir. You should be unbiased. You shouldn't be telling me how to see the world. Oh, really? Why are you trying to tell me as a journalist how to see the world? I don't understand that. It's not a journalist's job to tell me how to see the world. It's a journalist's job to ask to ask questions that are not biased. And I didn't get that from and why, you. Why aren't you open and accountable? To I'm absolutely open and real, real evidence, rather than just pushing oh, your own boy. barrow for your own purposes. Boy, you, uh, I, I will. I'm happy to send you some of the facts. I'll leave it with the crew here before we leave. This, this is this Thank is the way so Trump much. people. This is the way Trump people do it. Yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> you have one narrative, and that's it. You can't no. think out of the box, sir. I believe you have that narrative. I believe you have that narrative. You're you're unable to even see the evidence that we have in our forensic audit. I do. Yes, yes. So, 
unless you believe the big lie, time. unless you believe the big lie, you're shut out. The questions get cut off. That's it. Unless you believe the election was I, I stolen, don't think I cut, off, cut off from the I drip feed. I didn't cut off your questions, sir. I answered them all. I answered no, them all. They, they were biased. No, you have. You've, you're walking away, Kari. It's the same old story. I'm not walking away. I promised you 15 minutes. I'm happy to sit here. No, no you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you, you, you're telling fibs again. You see, you went, unless the narrative fits your description of the voter fraud and all that sort of thing, then you, you're offended. You somehow I'm, can't handle the truth. I'm not offended. I want the truth. You, you offend me not at all, sir. You offend me not. You can sit in Australia without your rights, but we have rights here, okay? Yeah, well, that was you it. Can try all the xenophobic comments you want. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can try and put the labels this, you're, on you're, us. This is actually hilarious. You cannot look at the truth. I mean, it's the same story. for the. So all the courts are corrupt. The officials are corrupt. The institutions are corrupt. Oh, but my you're Lord. okay. You're so, telling Liam, the truth. this is actually funny. This it's is almost... Comical. This is almost satire the way you're approaching this. And I hope the people of Australia are waking up to the media. This is a perfect example of the insanity of the media. You're, it's just crazy. You're calling it's people the media. It's the media. It's this sort of morphous mass that are you actually, comes up with this I, I, don't, I don't live in Australia. Are you actually a respectable journalist there, or are you kind of considered <laughs> a joke? That's why this girl doesn't want to debate her. Oh, man. She, she doesn't want to debate her. The um, the one that she's running against, she won't debate her. This is the one that she's running against. Look, her name. Oh, it, even, oh Katie Hobbs. She says oh. she won't. She won't debate her. And not, not only that, but the Democrats are saying, no, you should debate her, but you can't mess with it. You see how polished she is? She's yeah. in. She's in the cut. She's right there in your face. Yeah, she's she's, she's in your face. She doesn't. She's not backing off. How can you debate that? Listen, How can you debate that? When when she told them go back to your lockdowns, that was it, game over. Because it's true. Yeah, they're, they're being yeah, yeah. completely like they're in a police. Because you live in a country with no rights. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, and the idea that great. you know she wouldn't change her philosophy, be, no matter how many times he asked the same question, she just kept telling him the same thing. I'm she telling you, me. they're shitting in their pants. She's young. She's 53. She's very attractive. She um, and she was an anchor for 22 years. She knows politics in and out. There's no way you're gonna shake and she her. She knows the media. Let me tell you something. So. You put her. You put her. Uh, Ron DeSantis. You no, know, tell me nothing. On a ticket, her Ron DeSantis <laughs> on a ticket, and uh, you, you. Who knows? Right now, I, I, I Trump, do better. Trump, I, I I could do better. Her and Candace Owens. How about that? What about what about that for a ticket? Well, you know, I don't know. I well, I don't even know that she's running for anything, Candace Owens. Is she? I'm I, not saying that she is. It's a rhetorical question. Play with me here. Come on. No, I'm just saying this lady's officially running. Yeah. So I don't know I'm that talking about for president. Okay. All right. For president? I don't know. Well, yeah. Let her, let her make governor first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Candace got to throw yeah, her hat I'm in the ring. I'll see you she, later. She has to officially throw her hat in the ring. You know, I saw her with Kanye coming into the. Um, oh, well, White Lives what, Matter. The, do you have what, Do you yeah. have that picture of them? No, no, no. That was oh, like, that was, was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I, yeah, he got canceled. He got thrown off of Instagram. He got thrown off of Twitter. Talk about he was being you know the irony. The irony is that the people that used to shake up the world were always. Uh, like the um i guess the left they were the ones that were coming in and you know in the 60s and the 70s and doing radical stuff jane father's uh, progressive yeah and now it's it's the Conway right jane 
<laughs> it's the right. Oh, look at look at who falls in line. Because conservatives, the, because conservatives are uh, conservatives and police officers are the most mm -hmm. marginalized members of society in this country today. I don't care. But, don't talk to me about black people, Hispanics. Don't talk but to me about anybody for else. For some reason, they're the they're the radicals right now. That's right. Well, all the actors, all the musicians, all the people that were supposed to be so out there and so progressive, they're actually in step with the government, toe to toe with the yep. government. Yep, yep, yep. The tides anyway. are turning. The chickens are coming home to roost. Yep, they sure are. So uh, I skipped ahead a whole bunch of stories just to do that Carrie Lake thing since you brought it up. Um, but we were talking about. Uh, let's go back to these girls. So last week while you were away. I talked about these girls who did this. Uh, it was um, they all they jumped on a train, the subway at somewhere two o'clock in the morning. And they were all dressed in these green goblin um, <laughs> outfits. And they as soon as they got on the subway, they just found two girls and started beating them up. The girls were 19 years old. They were out like just having fun. And all these group of girls jumped them and beat them up. Now, um, since then. Since Savages. then, four, four of them have been caught. Um, and I showed this last week. These are the four girls that got caught. Dariana Paguero, Siante Alston, uh, Miriam Cease Isloff, and Emily Soto. But what's interesting is I saw this. Emily went to court this week, Emily Soto. And if you could see underneath her picture, she saw, this is how you show up to court, by the way. She's in a Nike. Remember when people used to wear suits to court? Like you were actually appearing in front of a judge. And you were nervous about your future. This yep. this girl shows up to court. She's in a Nike jumpsuit. <laughs> She's out doing robberies. She's a Look savage. at her age. She's How a old savage. is she? Look at her age 34. in the picture. Tell She's me. A savage. She's 34 had, years old. I had she probably years. has kids at home. I had 13 years out. on a job when I was 34. <laughs> She's 34 years old. I, I wouldn't doubt it if she had kids at home. And she's out doing robberies on the subway at night. What is it's this gun, world coming to? It's a gun-free zone, the subway. Didn't you hear? Look at this. Gun-free uh, zone. 34 years old. I'm trying to look at the other one. The other one's 26, 26. years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what they were doing? These grown adults? The reason why they were in those stupid jumpsuits? You know why? Because they were out filming TikTok videos. These are grown women. You gotta laugh. They're grown women. They're not kids. They're not 14, 15 year old kids. I have one question. Just one? Yeah, just one. This is this is the question. You ready? Yeah. How many green camel toes won that subway that day? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, we're going back to the picture over here. Uh, a, I just don't understand what you're doing. How with many your life green? How many green moose? When you're an adult, you're an adult right now. You're not a child. You're not 14, 15 years old. You're an adult, and you're filming TikTok videos. Who's watching your kids right now? Hilarious. That's what you're doing. Your mother's watching your kids right now, it's, and you're out doing it's robberies. Ghetto. It's the ghetto mentality, right? Your, your mother raises your kids, right? That's the ghetto mentality. How many athletes do you see, um, football players, basketball players, that they say, oh, you know, much love to my grandma who raised me? It's a ghetto. It's the ghetto mentality. They pop kids out when they're young, and they don't take responsibility, and they give them to their mothers or their, or their own grandmothers to raise. It's a ghetto mentality, man. It's bamboozlement. Where's Milwaukee <laughs> civilian? 
Cultural, cultural bamboozling. <laughs> Peter Pranzas has reopened the jails and mental wards, mandatory sentences for violent felons. There you go. He says it every week, and he's right. You're right, LT. Mary, I'm just calling Mary, I'm just calling it what I see. Patty L says, I wonder where their children are doing all this. Their kids are home with their parents, their grandmas. That's right. While they're going out filming TikTok videos as grown adults. With their moose knuckles on the subway. (laughs) Yeah, green moose knuckles. Mary goes, he says she probably took that Nike sweatsuit from her kid's closet. No, she didn't. She stole it from the freaking store. <laughs> During the summer of love when, in 2020, yeah, when when they went out riding for uh, yeah. for George Floyd, they wanted to pay their respects for George Floyd. No better way than to uh, uh, shoplift and uh, steal from a Nike store, right? She. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Okay, let's go on back to the stories here. Crazy, crazy week. All right, what else do we got here? Seventeen-year-old um, wanted for murder, arrested trying to get onto subway without paying. Now, here's yeah. proof that the transit police is actually doing their job. This mm-hmm. is what it used to be like, because if you really think about it, folks, the reason why it pays to stop people uh, that are beating the fare is because most of the people that are committing the crime are using uh, mass transit to get around the city. Yep. So, And they're probably not going to pay their fare. You know why? Because they're criminals. So many cases were solved in the past by really good police officers who just stopped somebody for beating the fare. But then it became unlawful to stop somebody from beating the fare. No, these assholes want to make public transportation free. Um, Wasn't the son of Sam caught off of a parking summons? I mean, little little quality of life things. They lead to bigger things. The Zodiac Killer, same thing, right? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, so... You know, it's, it's nice to see, things. you know, because I've been seeing this article. Well, obviously, there's a lot of crime on the subway. It's freaking crazy. I mean, no. like this, you'll, watch this. You're never going to believe uh, this shit. But just watch this video. It's going to blow your mind uh, and break your heart at the same time. Where are we? Uh, Somebody was just guy, killed today on the subway. Well, this guy gets, uh, he doesn't kill. But just watch the way this goes down. This is a subway attack. Some, I don't want to say crazy person because Angel would disagree with me, but just how could any sane person do this? Just watch. Evil person. Another nasty attack in the New York City subway system, and it's caught on camera. A suspect pushed a 26-year-old man right onto the tracks at the East 149th Street and Southern Boulevard train station in the Bronx. Happened Saturday morning just before noon. You can see the suspect dressed in what appear to be pajama pants pacing around, even flinching at the victim, wearing the backpack before making his move. NYPD officers say the victim narrowly missed the third rail, the high-voltage rail that powers the train. Good Samaritans pulled the victim up. You see him jumping towards him, right? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's it's the white supremacy that uh, Joe Biden says is the biggest threat to this country, right? White supremacists. Did you see that? Well, the, the, the victim is black. And what? it's just the guy. Yeah, the victim what? is black. So the yeah. guy's what not about even the guy char- pushing him. What you know, he look like? What I'm saying is it's not it's not like a black guy targeting a white guy. It, he just for some reason he had a beef with this guy in his head. There was a war going on. You see how he flexed towards him in the beginning? The guy savage. probably noticed him a little in his peripheral, but just figured if I just keep walking, 
Because that's the attitude. When you run across yeah, somebody yeah, like that yeah, on the subway, know, just keep walking, get away, get as far away as possible. But you turn your back on them. It's a savage. You turn somebody your back on killed. them. Somebody got killed today. Shoved in front of a train. Random attack. Uh, he was in critical condition. I just saw my watch. It came over. He died on the subway. Shoved. Yeah. They got to do something about the subway. They, it's uh, you know that's what the that is um, the linchpin of the city. It's what makes the city work. We can't have everybody driving into the city. Um, they're making it impossible to do that, but they're also making it impossible to the subway. So how are you supposed to get in? I mean, well, mass transit is not supposed to be like this. It's not supposed to be you're taking your life in your own hands every single time and you're paying for it. How is it going to get better when Hollywood Mayor Adams is still firing cops over the mandate? How is it going to get better if you're not going to have if you're down over 2000 cops since January 1st since he took office and there's still cops losing their jobs and retiring because of this unlawful mandate? How is it going to get better? We're not going to have enough police on the subways. Kathy Hochul's solution is putting cameras in the subway. What did that camera do? For that guy who was pushed in front of the train. What did the camera do? What did it prevent? We, we have a, you know what we do have, though? We have a great picture of that guy's face. That's it. So we know what, exactly it who did it. it and guess what? It, He's going to plead not guilty. When your face comes it. out in a picture and I see you do it, we should get rid of two things. We should get, it, get rid of the not guilty if I see your face clearly doing it on the camera. And no we should trauma. get rid of this freaking not letting the age go, uh, the name go of somebody who committed a crime just because they're a minor. Yeah. Too fucking bad. Yeah, you're right. I agree. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not guilty with an excuse. This was right. my excuse. And and this is who the person is. And if his life, life gets messed up, too bad. Too bad. Savage. If you're out there committing Savage. felonies. Like, look at these Savage. kids. I talked about this with you a couple weeks ago. There's a stoop or a block in Greenwich Village, home of the woke, that um, they basically party on every single di uh, day when they... Um, have their lunch break. They go to this Trinity school. Uh, there's some school in the West Village. They probably come from all over the place. That kid, even though it looks like he's holding a Tech 9, it's actually a, a, a gun, a fake gun. It's not even a real one. But it, just imagine the stupidity that you have to have to be carrying a fake gun. Yep. <clears throat> so when the cops roll up on you and they see that fake gun, now you're dead. Yeah, They're dead because they can't tell the difference between a real gun and a fake gun. Not in a split second. Not in a split second. Absolutely not. And somehow they came together Ooh. and they managed to get rid of these kids. Um, Good. Because the people in the neighborhood complained to the police department, which was his, the, the, the sixth precinct there, right? And then the sixth precinct, I would imagine, called up the school because uh, and just told them, hey, you know, why don't you do something about this? And the school refused to do anything. But finally they did. And uh, they get out for lunch. My whole thing is, like, why let them out for lunch? Why are we subjecting the whole neighborhood um, to this because, disturbance? You have lunch in school or you bring your own lunch. That's it. Because the Wokies are saying, if you don't let these kids <laughs> the out, if you don't let these kids <laughs> out for lunch, uh -huh. you, let, you let kids out for lunch in Orange County, you let kids out for lunch in Westchester County, why can't you let uh -huh. these black and brown kids out for lunch? Are you assuming that they're just going to be doing bad things? Mm -hmm. You can't assume that. You have to let them be free and have their lunch outside. And now look at the end result.
It, well, you you got to pick your poison, and you can't. There's no picking because if you do want to let the kids out to have their lunch, because I used to be able to leave my school to have lunch, mm-hmm. you know, but I wasn't a fucking knucklehead who was out there doing stupid shit. I went to get lunch and I came back to school. So speaking of kids, oh, uh, these kids that are here right here hanging out, they're wasting their time. Okay, I'll tell you why. Because there's kids in Detroit that are stealing cars right from the freaking where they make them. <laughs> a 14-year-old kid runs out of gas in an allegedly stolen Mustang. Wait, wait. How is it how is a car allegedly stolen? Could you explain that to me? Well, they they pull I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Well, they 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 I guess by the time the story this came out, they weren't 100% sure that it came from the factory even though they know it. Nobody would actually say a 14-year-old that. 14-year-old is driving a fucking car it's stolen. But they stole three cars on this night. This is the factory. This is in Detroit, Michigan. Where bad, they make Ford Mustangs. Bad taste. They should have uh, uh, they, they make, what is, the, what is it called? A GT something. Mustang GT? Yeah, the, the high-end ones. Is this it? Yeah, yeah Shelby. Go. The Shelby. GT, Shelby. Shelby GT 500s. So it's not even the first theft like this. They just had one a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Somebody that works there probably leaves the door open for them or something and they just run in there they take the cars now my question to you is what do you do with that car now because at some point you're gonna have to register it and the vin number on those cars maybe they don't even have a vin number you'd have to who knows what you do with no that? of course they have a vin number yes they do listen <clears throat> you take it and if it's a if it's a five speed and you don't know uh-huh. how to drive and you don't know how to drive stick, yeah, but we don't know how far into being a car these cars are. Yeah, I guess every time you I'm add a part, you. you add a part to a car, it's gonna have some parts are gonna have VIN numbers on them. Yeah, if you're right. You, if it's a if it's a five speed and you don't know how to drive five speed, you got to take it back to the precinct. You learn how to drive five speed on a brand new Shelby. GT I'm just five talking speed. about what well, well, this kid. Uh, he knew how to drive it. He was 14 years old, but he was getting chased by the cops, so he. He ran out of gas, so he runs and he jumps off the bridge. Thank God he didn't cry. Thank God he didn't crash and kill himself or anybody else. I mean, listen, he's a thief, right? He lived. So we don't want he lived. To die. Yeah, he lived. Yeah, he Phil, he... Phil Leo in the chat really quick uh, brings up um, uh, a good one. Um, a guy was DOA under a truck in Midtown, New York, last week, and a scale female picked his wallet. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, he was also a, a homeless guy from the neighborhood, so they they definitely oh. knew each other. So she probably knew what he had, you know, like if like, OK, listen, I, I love you to death, Angel. But if we're out in the streets and uh, for some reason you get hit by a car and I know you got like, you know, a fucking gram and a half in your pocket. There's no reason why it should go to the cops. Why is it? Why does it have to I'm be drugs? Gonna, why can't it be money? I'm going to go up to you and I'm going to do sana, sana, culito, sana. And I'm going to take oh my, my gram God. and a half. And we're going to we're going to have it in your honor later on. And I'm going to be like Michael Myers. I'm going to fucking come from underneath the truck and fucking grab you and squeeze your head until it pops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a homeless woman. He was a homeless man. They definitely knew each other. I, I, I just knew that she knew exactly what he had in his pocket, that guy. So what are you doing? Are you excusing her actions because she knew him? Yeah, that basically exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm exactly. <laughs> Phil Leo, a that, BB gun. Hold on a second. Here. Folks, that was the classic case of not dignifying someone's stupidity with a response that's what he uh, just did to me my uh, stupidity was not dignified because mark just fucking 
close. I said yes, I would. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, but it was that. facetious. No, I would. I, I don't yeah. see like I if they know each other and no, he's got no, 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 no. her thing and his yeah. Listen, <laughs> what's the difference? Who gives a shit? He's fucking dead already. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh look, we got, oh, a, well, we got we got spam in that. We got spam in the uh, chat. I don't know how it got through, but what Tinder, does it say? Uh, Tinder hot X Y Z best adult dating site. Uh, block nice. this user. Okay, we block user. Hey, I guess that means we're getting pl- popular, right? That's good. Somebody save that uh site. I just want to check it out. Make sure it's not. I don't even know how to get it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, an error occurred trying to refresh the page. Let's look at that. Normally, we have somebody like uh that's kind of sort of watching the show as we go along. Mm-hmm. That we pay to do that. I don't know where he is right now, but Mark let the spam in. Yeah, Mark, you're slipping. I took care of it, Raquella. Thank you, darling. Okay. I think I did it. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go back to the store. Where are we right now? 44 minutes over. We got a couple good stories left. Some Phil, funny Phil Leo had a riddle for us, and we just completely overlooked it. Go ahead, give us a look. Give it to. Him. Hold on, I'm gonna find it because I don't want to hurt Phil's feelings. Hold on, hold on, Phil. I'm getting to you, buddy. Uh, what do you name a baby boy camel with no humps from a mama camel with one hump and a daddy camel with two humps? Answer below, it's clean. So a boy camel with no humps from a mama camel with one hump and daddy camel with two humps. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if it's there. Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Use that yeah, in your next. Uh, use that in your next show, Mark. That was a good. That's one. cute. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's go. We, it was we from my camel. It was left. from my camel toll story, by the way. A law teacher in Spain caught a kid cheating in class. It was a college class, uh, and uh, it's uh, pen cheating. This is what he did. He engraved all the pens with the answers. Look at oh no. shit. Look at the work that went into this. Wow. He all every question you could imagine is in a different pen. <laughs> and he even went through the trouble where the pen where the where the ink ends is black. But if you if you don't paint the rest of the tube black, then you won't be able to see the encryption. Like if you can't see what I'm doing if you just listen. These are pens that somebody went through the pro, uh, the trouble of getting um like a little uh, what would they call that like a I guess a, an engraver an electric engraver. It's got to have like a little knife in it and tiny, tiny, tiny little letters on these big pens giving the answers to these really complicated law questions on this college ex- uh, exam. Um, and the funny thing is when I'm looking at the amount of work that went into uh, doing this, I would imagine, because if you look at the fine print on all, just look at the detail that went into cheating like this. Think about this, that same amount of time that you wasted you could have been studying. <laughs> like you could have just been learning the information that you could use for your future. I, I want you to go back to the article. Did you see the fine print about him getting beer or something like that? If you revealed how he did it, where was it? Look, uh, go up to the top of the article. Ironically, the criminal procedure. Where, no, it, no, 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 no. The 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 previous one. It was the. Um, no, is that? Go back one more. There you go. The student offered to reveal his identity if he was given some free beer. <laughs> Did you see that? 
This fucking kid's an entrepreneur. I like this kid, man. <laughs> that kid's all about wasting time, man. His last name is DeMeo. There's an art to it. There's an art to it. Uh, <laughs> but like Lucky, uh, Lucky Luciano once said, it takes just enough brains and hard work to make a crooked million as it does a straight one. So, uh, yeah, he's wasting his time. He could have actually learned all this stuff that he was going to cheat with. You know, maybe he did know it, but he just wanted to be like 100% certain. I don't know. But it just seems like a lot, a lot of work. You know, why not just learn the freaking the subjects? Okay. Uh, let's well, I think go he on. knew the subject. He was just trying to help his classmates by helping them cheat. Oh, you think he was helping his friends? There's no word yeah, in that. Yeah. Why would you have 15 freaking pens with the same shit? Because they're all questions. It's not the same. They're all different questions. I thought from it the was test. all the same. No, I thought it was No, all these the are same lengthy. Questions. Law, you're taking every question that you could put. This is probably a hundred question test. <laughs> Everything that they learned throughout the whole year, oh he's freaking God. engraved into these uh, big pens. <laughs> That's great. Now, this is an interesting thing, a dilemma, because I'm trying to figure out where Starbucks, <coughs> is, excuse me, where Starbucks is coming from. This, uh, a Starbucks, a Starbucks in Indianapolis is closing over safety concerns. Here's the problem. Uh, puzzling uh, local police and business owners who say the area is very safe. <laughs> so why why is Starbucks closing these places? So, theory, right? Mm -hmm. If they say it's because of high crime, they get out of their lease and their mm -hmm. insurance pays for their losses. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe nobody there can afford Starbucks. And they're just closing up and they're having losses. So maybe their insurance will pay for it. I don't know. Just a theory. Yeah. I remember sitting in a, well, I was working one day in the Warren squad and we were on 125th street watching the first Starbucks in Harlem being opened or being worked on. And we were just laughing. We were like, who the hell up here is going to pay three something uh, for, for coffee? Yeah. yeah. It's just not, it's just, this isn't a neighborhood for that, you know? And then, yeah. They they were visionaries. They saw it. They could see the neighborhood changing where we were just dumb cops from the neighborhood that couldn't gentrification, tell, right? Gentrification. Now I ask you, why are they bailing out in these neighborhoods? Is it because they could see into the future and see something's going to happen uh, economically in that neighborhood? Uh, you know, with, with, with businesses bailing out? Um, I don't know. It's just Probably. interesting that they 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 tend to foresee this stuff when it's going to build and when it's going to let go, and they're using the excuse for uh, high crime right now to to get out of the neighborhood. So they know something we don't know. Yeah. Man. Now you probably don't know oh, this. We got more spam, more spam in the chat. I don't know we what's don't. going on here. Well, they know hmm. something we don't know. I don't right. know. We got to talk to Josh because uh, find out. Anyway, what's it do? Who cares? Is it blocking anybody? Yeah, you see, there's a bit, the bit, Tinder's hotspots, dating sites. They just, listen, uh, we we got to figure this out. I'll ask Josh, what do we do about this? Uh, when we, we only got nine minutes left. But you probably didn't know this about me because we uh -oh. never talked, to, but I used to write graffiti when I was a kid. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I mostly, fucking, mostly I was. As a dancer, but I did write graffiti. Not you on were walls. a dancer. Yeah, I used to break dance. You I danced a, like in like 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 I was in a crew. Like no, I was in I was in a crew. Oh, I thought you were like a stripper. You said mm. dancer. I thought you were like a stripper. Nah, nah, nah. I was in a crew, a b boy. 
But I also used to write graffiti. Did you used to do like this when you finished? Yeah, that's how we ended every move. Um, but I used to write graffiti. And You're too fucking big to be a break dancer, to you, Mama Luke. I know. I still did it though. <laughs> but I used to write graffiti, and when the show hasn't been, go you know, on my off time, I've been practicing tattooing. I wanted to bring my art and do really? tattoos, and wouldn't you know it? You probably don't have to believe this, but I actually have somebody walking around right now. No, you don't. That's been tattooed by me. Yeah. No, and believe it or not, believe it or not, it was a face tattoo. I couldn't believe my first Stop. tattoo. Was it Mike Tyson? No, no. Look, here it goes. Right there. That's uh, my first piece of work. What the fuck? What do you, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Face tattoo on face, arrested after. How could that guy hide anywhere? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is yeah, it's my first uh, my first tattoo. You think that guy's ever done drugs in his life? Ever? Oh man! You know, look at that. There's actually a video, uh, and what they can do is they can show you on the computer what your face would look like without your face tattoo, and they actually take people who have full face tattoos like Stop. this, and they show them what their face would look like without the tattoo, and Seriously? you know they they all cry. <laughs> They all cry because they're so sad that they did that to themselves. Oh, shit. But once again, fix, if if you're looking to fix my ugly ass mug and give me a tattoo of a handsome face. If you're out there and you're a fan and you're looking to get some <laughs> art done, call me up. This is this is just this is just the beginning. That I know guy, you could think. you imagine what a hit that guy is gonna be in prison? Could you oh. imagine what a hit that guy is gonna be in prison? That's not a good thing to do to get what if you're gonna be a criminal. Exactly. How are you gonna hide from anybody? Oh you know? my god, that's fucking great. Oh man. All right, so uh let's keep going. What do we got here? Um thank you. This Jojo. is interesting. Ru Russia targeting civilian areas to forcibly enlist men in the Ukraine. This is very, very interesting because Russia needs soldiers. So what they're doing right now is they're going to homeless shelters. They've already cleared the jails out. And also over there, if you work like construction, let's say. And you're part of my team, my crew in the union will give you some housing, which basically means a dorm where you work with other construction workers. They're going to these places and taking those guys, pulling them right out of there. In one such raid at a construction company's dormitories in Moscow on Thursdays, authorities rounded up 200 men. So those guys are going to go fight. Um, some men of fighting age have also gone into hiding quitting their jobs, cutting off contacts with people, avoiding going outside. Yeah, they need soldiers uh, in Russia. So, And you say to yourself, that could never happen here, right? Mm. But you could also mm. never never envision a time where you said you have to get that vaccine or you're going to lose your job. Absolutely. So, folks, you better not hope for this war over there. We better stop sending money. Because I, I don't know what the solution is, but if we go into a war, these kids, they're not going to want to go. Let me ask and you a some... question. <clears throat> 40, so they've given, I, I know the first round of money was $40 billion. I think they've given, I think they've given $25 billion more since the initial $40 billion that we gave. Mm -hmm. um, Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, I believe, in 2017, right? Mm -hmm. um, the infrastructure in Puerto Rico is fucking gone, right? There's no infrastructure. Every time there's a major storm there, they lose light, they lose power, they lose everything. 
Do you know what $65 billion could do for Puerto Rico for their infrastructure? If they took that money, and I'm not saying to give it to Puerto Rico because I think Puerto Rico should be a state and they're not going to get fixed until they become a state because the government's corrupt. But hypothetically speaking, you have a Commonwealth of the United States who has third world country infrastructure as far as electricity goes. Mm -hmm. Do you know what $65 billion could do to build that islands, that country's electricity grid, electric grid? But yet here we are giving this money to Ukraine. Why? Yeah, I don't get it. There's something um, it's uh, above my mental capacity, but well, I don't get it. Much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but listen, before uh, we, we don't got that much time, I just want to show you this video. This really happened. Um, you know, I'm a comedian, so. No, you're was, not. This was interesting to me. In uh, New Jersey, at a comedy club uh, in Poy Pleasant. I don't know where, where the fuck this thing is. What's your question? Did you vote for Donald Trump? Did I vote for Donald Trump? What do you think? No. Okay. Here's the question for you. Why would you ask me that in here knowing I'm the only Jew in this room? Are you trying to get me killed? If it makes you feel any better, I vote in New York. My vote doesn't matter there. It doesn't, doesn't matter here either. It doesn't matter. Guys, so guys everybody vote for whoever you want to vote. I don't I don't care who you voted for. I'm just happy we're all here together. So you voted for Biden. Huh. I don't know. Why does it matter? Yeah, so what? Why does it matter? I can just tell by your jokes you voted for Biden. Why are we doing All right. I can tell by the fact that you're still talking, but nobody wants you to, that you voted for Trump. Go under silence with that. All right. Make some noise if you wanted to shut up. I'm sorry. But I did ask if anybody had any questions. I didn't think it was going to be. That's on me. That was on me for thinking I could have a human interaction with somebody. That's my fault. Oh, look, I'm such an insecure person. Here, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the rest of that bit, and then, and then we'll move on. I'm so insecure. I went and got an IED. Oh, shit. Watch what she does. Where were the bouncers? Drink it. Uh, hey, look at that. <laughs> You just got COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what... uh, so. Um, so here's the great thing about that. It's just that uh, the way she handled it, her name is Ariel Elias, Ilias. And uh, she, she's, listen, she's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. There's obviously uh, some Trump supporters out there. And the truth is, it's like, you know, it could happen either way. You could have, um, you could also have some people that, you know, are just so, so lefty out there that you can't talk about anything. But she handled herself like a pro. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. Absolutely. And um, the irony of it all is that, you know, the guy who threw that is the guy who threw that. It was the girl who's talking shit. But her boyfriend oh, is the one who threw that beer. Wow. It was such a smart thing she did by picking it up and taking the power back in her own hands. But he won't <laughs> even be charged, believe it or not. He will not be charged. And this is the best reason ever. Uh, because she said that uh, in order to do that, I would have to return to Point Pleasant Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Good doing that her. unless somebody pays me. So, uh, yeah, she shout out to her. David, that's bullshit. She could have signed it up. 
you don't know. Some of these places are still doing things like historically. They they could just do shit online and, and just get it over with. I wish some um, knucklehead would try to do some shit like that to anyone if I was there. I would have fucking smacked the shit out of them. Yeah, it just it's so stupid to do that. It's just goes, you know, the the irony of that place mm. is um is that it's a bring your own a BOB BYOB. BYOB, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Both so because the owner there, he doesn't he's not a fan of alcohol. I think he's you know but you know, people want to drink. They'd probably drink a lot less, Dino, if you just fucking had a bar. Because they're gonna have to pay for drinks. They're not gonna be able to come in there and get so sauced. You bring a bottle exactly. of Jack Daniels. And it's finished in the fucking two-hour show between you yeah. and your wife. Something good's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah so yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, I I saw this. I thought of you people. We got to wrap up real horror film terror. Terrifier two is causing viewers to puke, faint in theater. Producer warns of graphic violence. I don't like scary movies, so I will not be watching. Thank you very much. Me neither. All right, so let's go to the like chat, it. and uh, well, you know, before we go to the chat, I'm gonna go back, and we'll go to the chat before we close out. Just one more time, a reminder: this Thursday, October 20th, 7:30 p.m. at the Broadway Comedy Club, Guns and Hoses, we're doing a a comedy benefit for uh, the people affected by Hurricane Ian in Fort Myers, Texas, um, Fort Myers, Florida, including the firehouse there uh, in Naples. And uh, that lost the truck. So all the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to them. If you're not doing anything this Thursday and you live in New York, please come down to the Broadway Comedy Club at 7.30 p.m. Uh, this Thursday. We'd love to have you. It's going to be a great show. Also, if you live in Hartford, Connecticut, okay, I'll be okay, up there so October 28th and 29th headlining at the City Steam Brewery. So come on down. You can get the tickets at ComedyCraftBeer.com. ComedyCraftBeer.com. I'm always posting about this, comedycraftbeer.com. And one last one before we go. Um, I'm going to be in South Carolina performing in Myrtle what? Beach. Oh, nice. November 19th. Yeah, come on down. It's called The Hangout. Uh, for tickets, go to jjcomedy.com. That's also something that I'm I'm posting up. So if you live in South Carolina and you want to come down and meet me in person oh. and hang out and catch a show, please let me know. I'll take care of you. We'll put you on the guest list as a fan of the show. But that is it, man. That's our hour. So before we go, let's say uh, wind down the chat. Angel, I'll let you uh, take the lead here. Uh, military industrial complex will always win instead of helping Puerto Rico, unfortunately. Boxing MMA, yeah. You're right. Uh, love Mike Myers, Wayne's World, so I married an ex-murderer. <laughs> okay. Congressman Charlie Rangel said the only way to stop U.S. wars is to bring back the draft. Yeah, that's true. Nobody will want to go. Uh, brilliant reaction. Salute to her legendary reaction. Looks real pleasant over there. Such a brave guy. Raquel says, Raquel says, Mark, I wish your comedy fundraiser could be shown on YouTube or something. I'd pay for a ticket to watch it on YouTube. Oh, good idea. Huh. It's not a bad idea. I'll yeah. mention it to Billy Bingo if somebody could record it. Yeah, I'll um, pay. I'll pay for it too. Matter of talk fact. about thinking out of the box. There is a, a number on that flyer or a way to donate, even if you can't make it. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to her, uh, donate to Hurricane uh, Ian uh, <clears throat> in Naples, Florida, that firehouse. Awesome. But um, what else we got here? Great show. Enjoyed the show. Thanks, Mark and Angel. You guys are awesome. Terrific show. Fun show. Discussing how we're still seeing the effects from the summer of 2020. It's what we asked for when we stood by and didn't do a damn thing. It's wonderful what DeSantis is doing for cops. Yes, Jerome. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Yeah. He's, sh he's showing. He's showing um, 
Everybody yeah. must do. Yep. All right. Well, we got to go, guys. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the support. Bendiciones. That's all I got. Take it away, more. All right. We'll see you now. We'll see you next Monday, right? Yes. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, Police of the Cuff family for tuning into uh, the Week in Crime and Poli- uh, Policing with Mar- uh, Mayo and Meso. And, uh, and there you go. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Have Adios. a good night. Peace. Bye, everybody. Good stuff.